no 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 i'm sorry i'm from the west okay completely so no <laughs> we are not allowing that <laughs> and action hello everyone and welcome to and cut a podcast on everything films brought to you by the film society of vit chennai kya kya hota tha this is chris joy cocket <laughs> and this is srijit vijay <laughs> yes yes i think roll the co-host for the podcast very good start <laughs> yes off to a blinder chris i do you want to do this again or do you want to like no. continue no this is good <laughs> this, <laughs> okay this part bro i don't even remember half of the i've said that last episode so this podcast is also available on spotify apple google overcast anchor and one more and also if you're listening from america vote also but like ha huh, on the off chance so who do we have as the guests for this episode shrijit okay so for this episode uh, we have two of the returning panelists and for the very first time i would are say we have no you guys yep. are, we've told you last episode also you guys are panelists you guys are officially the panelists panelist. yep wow. you guys are officially the panelists panelist. yes mm-hmm. so we have two panelists and one officially the guest okay so we have a guest as wow. well so first the panelists are uh, rohan kar hi yes the the guy who always sprinkles philosophy everywhere then we have pratik sen just my question why am i again a panelist because last the first episode superheroes episode that i really like but change okay no we're not going to no for you guys it's like panelist uh, all the way through and then our very first guest we have rajneel rajneel tata hey म्यूजिक in each and every on each and every chance i get but um so yeah like i like music and uh, i'm trying more to get into the full professional side of music so i guess that's it right <laughs> i know like part time musician <laughs> part time engineer okay <laughs> part time boring engineer <laughs> <laughs> also like after that in after that introduction i guess people would have figured out what the topic of this yes it's about is. horror movies oh like no, that I silence don't... itself meant that it was a bad joke so yes i don't care i don't care <laughs> i yeah, yeah that silence is going to show of expectations okay <laughs> <laughs> it's something jot should have done better i'm sorry we shouldn't have brought that up but continue what you say <laughs> yeah this is a film podcast so we will we'll deal with uh, tv shows much later on i hope so but yeah Are so you? the topic um, for today's yeah. episode is music and music in general as well as music in films so that's why we have an expertise 
ஒரேன்ஸ்ிக்ஸ்ிக்ஸ்ிக்ஸ்ிக்ஸ்ிக்ஸ்ிக்ஸ்ிக்ஸ்ிக்ஸ்ிக்ஸ்ிக்ஸ
second it's called a second note uh, tonality okay so like they will be using that and it it affects a lot nobody will notice it even but then nowadays everyone is using that it's 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 so small it's so minute but then can you this whole thing what the yeah. what tonality it's called a second note tonality it's 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 like i might be you know hitting it wrong here but then it's like um suppose there is a scale okay um so can you hear that for our listeners yes that was a keyboard okay so like um what they do is that first this is the first note and this is the second note okay so what most of the psychologically effect effective movies and even horror movies uses these two keys like these two notes is the first and second note of any scale okay so like they use this in a variety of ways different ways so like in uh, dark knight and all all of those on all the batman trilogy all our movie so like they use um, strings to um, you know uh, pull in this effect ki something is going on some continuous thing is going on it might be bad it's not very cheerful obviously it's not the joker very... theme basically the joker theme yeah know, even even that uses that so it will be like a very um, i know it 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 you know lets you uh, it gives you a kind of foreboding ki something bad might happen or might not so it's a very psychological thing like music is <laughs> people relate music with only two moods like it'll be either happy or it's either sad but then music has this whole other side where uh, every emotion even subconscious emotions it can invoke through some small small notes so that was a very um, nice thing it was a very interesting thing that i got to know about okay so when you said the whole uh, foreboding like uh, whenever in a movies the music kind of forebodes what's going to happen so it's kind of mm-hmm. uh, giving uh, viewers and listeners uh, something to lean on basically that okay mm-hmm. this is what might happen this this is not going to happen obviously because that is like giving out spoilers but it might happen and it gives them a sense of hope in kind of a way right or yeah, or right. it can even give some sense of like despair as well like especially in horror movies where mm-hmm. you know uh, i don't watch much horror movies but i know this there's this classical trope where when when just you know the 2 minutes before they do a jump scare they ominous have music. music this slow ominous music exactly yeah and if you're watching it on netflix or prime subtitles will just give it away because ominous music plays yeah yeah that noise and i'm like why bro why <laughs> it's like ominous music playing you cannot even hear anything but like, huh? oh, like I, i thought this was happy bro oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i mean it makes sense that subtitles are for like people who can't hear it yeah. but still I mean, there are people who just can't understand accents and all, but that's a different topic. Um, yeah, talking about that brings us to the whole importance of uh, musical scores in a movie. Not only the songs and uh, lyrical thing, which will come to ba- uh, in a in a bit, but musical scores, the background uh, sp- uh, music that goes on, even the slightest uh, tones or the m- musical notes makes a big impact. So, what do you think is the effect of it. i might have completely ruined what i was saying but yes <laughs> no 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 i got it so like uh, i'll give an example okay like film scoring is 
not about just you know playing uh, strings or violins or like a piano or a soft guitar or something or i don't know you get the gist so it's 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 nowadays it's becoming more like sound design you or as everyone has obviously heard about it might have so like uh, in that movie called dunkirk i i know if i'm uh, dunkirk no, yeah, the christopher nolan yeah ha yeah. ha yeah christopher nolan movie about the brilliant score score by the way good point yeah yeah again so like, there yes exactly so like coming to him so um in that movie as you uh, you might have noticed like i did not notice it the first time and i read about him and then i watched it so i noticed it okay there's this ticking sound in the background okay it's clock ticking it keeps on going throughout the whole movie surprisingly and incredibly that is itself that that is like a very simple example of sound design so it it's it's like it tells you obviously gives you this um, feeling or like uh, of key something is going on about the time or the running time and running clock but then on top of that hans zimmer uses a lot of environmental uh, noises like there was this one beach scene if you guys remember where they fight uh, on the right, harbor right. kind of thing so yeah so like uh, I, i have read about it ki they did not use like more than the natural sounds of the ocean oceanic waves and all they use a lot of like hans zimmer uses a lot of uh, post production uh, music like to you know create the uh, grand soundscapes that he is known for like he uses a software called cubase and um, so yeah coming back to the whole point um, ki these soundscapes and sound design is what's you know uh, uh making all the difference in all the movies like suppose you might be saying a simple a simple sentence ki today is a fine day okay so you might be saying it in a very hopeful today is a fine day and you can say it in a very negative way also like today is fine day so that is very sinister <laughs> like oh, some psychopath pennywise <laughs> <laughs> pennywise feelings max <laughs> yeah but you know talking about talking about the entire when you said the clock ticking thing i remember this one mm. uh, hans zimmer had done this same thing for interstellar where yeah, yeah, um, exactly. there's this scene with the uh, with the mountains so called mountains i think the ost is also called yeah, when they go to the other planet and yeah uh, they go to one of the planets it's just one day passing or one year passing one day passing apparently i'm not sure but i mean yeah but the fact is it that that ticking sound used to be every um every 1.5 minutes or something 1.5 1.25 minutes and it used to signify ki uh, it was it, a day had passed in like earth so i guess it makes sense like when this it, it i no one actually notices these details in the first watch you know Yeah, I think the beauty of a good music score is supposed to be that the one which you don't really notice the first time around, but it is supposed to help your movie-going experience be that much more better. If you read about it later, of course, you can discover a lot of things and lot of fine detail, like the way Dunkirk, uh, like Rajiv mentioned, Dunkirk. We when I watched it the first time, the whatever the effect that Hans Zimmer planned for the ticking sounds, I had that effect on me because I was getting uh, excited when the sounds were getting more fast paced and i was getting more till when the thing wasn't that much fast 
and i didn't notice it that time but when i read about it later like rajendra i was like damn that is one brilliant idea uh, so yeah interstellar for example is a very good example like so hans zimmer has this setup okay i am maybe like talking out of turn here but then he has a set whole set of his studio is brilliant dude. like he has a piano setup and did you guys know ki uh, hans zimmer was a guitarist originally as a lead yeah. guitarist for, for a band yeah he was in a band uh, don't remember the name but he was in a band. yeah it was a german if i am yeah not wrong but yeah so like um, interstellar he showed this um, track list okay like in the whole setup that he does the whole track list it it, it had some 100 or 200 tracks if i am not wrong so like it's it's overlapped on top of each other he has very lush pianos and lush string sections and everything and like it invokes a lot of emotions like especially in the last scene which is like probably the most emotional scene in the whole movie so um there also he uses a lot of string sections and even though it's a orchestral music but then orchestral music is uh, nowadays becoming more and more popular as you know for a in in terms of film scoring so i know emotions is like very much connected to like music like uh, like 99% if yeah so yeah and there's a there's this one thing that i've noticed in movies and again we're bringing back interstellar and hans i think this is going to be hans mm, obviously <laughs> but no, also yeah. yeah the the fact that he scored the lion king is still very amusing to me for some reason Yeah, I, mean, I know, right? It's a, it's a, it's a completely amazing movie. Everyone, everyone should watch it. I'm pretty sure everyone has watched it, but okay. Yep, nice everyone has. Detail that visit. Nice segue. Nice segway, yes. detail that visit. Yes, yes. but uh, yeah, coming back to Interstellar. <laughs> there's this, I, uh, and you know, movies in general usually the um, is it called sound designer or background? Who is the guy? Who, uh, composer. Sorry. Yes. Who's the yeah. guy? Uh, the, I said sound design. <laughs> yeah, guy the guy only. Yeah. Yeah. So the comp- <laughs> composer usually, you know, has to make a certain theme for a movie that mm. essentially becomes the background and the core of the entire score, right? Mm. And yeah, usually this is usually this kind of this small little theme, or I think this is what we call a late motif. If I'm not wrong, if I'm not wrong, I'm dying to use that, aren't you? <laughs> the only technical term yes, that place knows. The only research I did was late motif. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, no. But the thing is, usually it is that that um, whatever it might be like a series of notes or it might be an entire two uh, lines or whatever is usually the core of an entire score. And one small, tiny little deal that detail that I knew about Interstellar score. is that when um, chris nolan wa- uh, approached uh, hans zimmer for this thing he didn't say it was a sci-fi movie he didn't say it was a space movie all he said was uh, i want uh, the movie is about a bo- the bonding between a father and a daughter and then he made the entire that wala i don't know uh, i don't have a keyboard i don't have a keyboard <laughs> but you know that tune that tune that is like there in the entire movie and it was after he played that to chris nolan that he told him that dude actually this is a sci-fi movie <laughs> so i i think that's that's a tiny detail that i liked and also kind of gives you a little insight on how you know 
composers make scores they don't usually um they usually it the core the so called core is usually the entire thing of the story mm. yeah so like um uh, like for an example in the movie toy story so like i guess uh, in the last one um there's this one scene where a grappling hook comes and rescue rescues them from you know it comes down from uh, top and rescues them from the whole bowl of whatever that was do you guys remember that scene yes yes, yes. Yeah, yeah 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 so like there what they use is it sounds very celestial right very more than hopefully it sounds very celestial so like there like the approach to that scene apparently was like there's this mood mode called lydian okay so lydian mode goes like let me try now so like it's the normal is but then the lydian mode is like that whole that note it it transfers the whole uh, mood from happy to celestial or like this is what pixar has been doing for the past fucking 3 decades yeah, exactly. and i've been wondering what exactly yeah it's the lydian mode so so like even jurassic park uses that if you guys noticed it like suppose uh, you're playing this is normal they might be using that is like they use a very different string section which i do not have on me right like, now this sounds But, like some sort of curiosity sort of thing like some person some i'm just realizing how valuable we are as audience <laughs> monkey brains <laughs> apes together strong <laughs> so like uh, that's what like celestial music has been used in everywhere like you know in cheap science documentaries everywhere they use this whole <laughs> you can be saying ki stars are born and shit like that and like this music will be going on in the background with some coy voices and then oohs and ahs and all and it will it just becomes very heavenly it just becomes very science documentary kind of thingy or like a very celestial thingy and interestingly even many rock bands uses these uh, this lydian mood like to give the very epic you like we tell ki it's a very epic riff but then the mood i am telling about so like the epic celestial wala riff or like whatever like suppose acdc for an example which is very like they just released a new single but yeah um they also use at one point they use this lydian mode to you know so that's that's how their whole riff or like interlude sections became so captivating to the whole audience because uh, it was the rock is basically very major minor pentatonic i'm using a lot of technical words but then yeah it based on that so like in introducing a lydian mode gives a very uh, different feel to the whole uh, flow of the song so like exactly that technique is being used in all of the movies right now and it's very sci-fi kind of thing sci-fi you use this and introduce a lot of some some of the minors and uh, you have a very use a very robotic kind of sound and tone and you have a very sci-fi soundtrack and introduce some string sections and that that's it like it gives a very whole different mood the whole thing is so like using only this whole, one single 
Lydian mode or scale, you can go on and give like three or four different moods or present it to the whole audience. So like it's like it's mind-boggling to be to be honest. Like I never knew who just thought about it, but then it's very very interesting to say the least. And uh, this, you know, the mood defining thing that I've been talking about with the use of scales is actually, you know, makes me think about something. So when you talk about popular franchises, like, uh, let's say off the top of my head, Harry Potter or a Star Wars or anything, you you talk about their scores and there is just one title score that they have, right? One title theme that we have. So like, what do you think goes into... Yes, basically, Chris, shut up. So what do you think, you know, goes into... composing that particular title score is that i mean there's obviously not a formula but then you know as you mentioned some some celestial thing or some i don't know i mean i feel very manipulated currently but yeah, i get I my can, drift like i can answer that for the harry potter theme so hedwig theme wasn't meant to be the core theme of the movies but the like jk rowling liked that when it was composed it was just supposed to be for the introduction when hedwig comes into the picture and they wasn't supposed to be the main theme of the entire series as it turned out to be but when jk rowling heard that compose composition and she like this can this this exactly signifies the entire length of the series because hopeful childish but he grows up and things like that so for harry potter i think that is what the name i don't know about star wars though but yeah so what's the thought process basically rasneel if you can so uh, like from my understanding ki um, it has been used historically okay like everyone has been using since I don't know, like 80s, 70s. I don't know. So like everyone has been uh, associating some <laughs> moods with modes with different moods. Modes I'm talking about the skills and moods be you know happy, sad, childhood, all that thing. So like what goes in? If you ask me, what goes into what's the approach while you know uh, making such movies and everything? Basically, it's there's a lot of historical uh, influence on there. So see matlab see my point is if you have a superhero template there's you know hero villain fight and everything if there's a mm. uh, you know comedy movie there's a particular template so is there a template to scoring these title themes as such so that you know they are always a hit is there a formula yeah yeah like <laughs> it's the the hit thing here i cannot say but then yeah, that's what i have i have noted down some like there's no for the formula if you call it a formula is that these chord progressions work for particular moods okay so like superhero movie have a very as we talked about epic wala celestial wala mood to it and yeah. that, that that has a very formula like one four sharp and five that is a chord progression or like a note progression so like and uh, suppose you are going on about very sad it's one uh, two flat and uh, five So like, there, there is obviously a formula, like because it's historically established that these and these, you know, hitting these and these notes together with, uh, you know, in harmony, produces such and such mood. So such and such mood is always associated with that. So like there, if if you think about it, there has not been any moods that have been discovered or invented right now. It's the whole yeah. same five or six moods that's that's been there, like running everywhere. Mm. since since uh, you know time memorial so they they most of them follow this whole, uh, whole uh, formula itself like 1 3 5 for happy 1 2 flat 5 for sad 1 4 sharp stuff for that and that um 
so, so yeah like there, there is a formula if you ask me rohan asked about formula and the only thing that came to my mind was how the pop songs are made with four chord chord progression <laughs> which is just so <laughs> thought about you chord. thought about punjabi songs no you thought about punjabi songs i mean I did. in general I did. as well like four yes. chords and then you can play almost all songs and that's the only thing that came to my mind <laughs> also rajneel out of curiosity but can you play portals from avengers might as well have a breakdown but worth it <laughs> let me let me try. Let me think about it. I'll I'll get back if if I figure out during this whole podcast. I'll be sure. Like, like right now, let's keep let's keep the flow of the podcast. Huh? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I like how it's like we're taking a break. Uh, a word from our sponsor till then. Listen to the portal theme. Uh, I mean, if if anyone is interested to sponsor the podcast, I mean, I mean, it's a possibility though. And that concludes the first part of our music episode. We really li- hope that you like this new exclusive approach. Props to Rajneel for the idea, as well as coming to the podcast. Please check out his music. He released a single Tabir on Spotify and a lot of other streaming platforms. Check out his Instagram page, Music by Rajneel, for more content. Uh, and yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Next episode next week. Shrijit, do you have anything to say? Goodbye. <laughs>